Naperville, the summer is almost over. We're almost to fall. I can't believe it. So what does that mean for the housing market? And what does the current state of the housing market mean for buyers and sellers? That's really what everybody wants to know, right? We're going to tackle that and more up next on the Naperville Real Estate Weekly Market Update. Owning a home in Naperville is about living a great life today and investing in a secure tomorrow. On this show, we're going to give you the tools to do both. Welcome to the Naperville Real Estate Weekly Market Update. All right, Naperville, the big question in everybody's mind is what's going to happen this fall in the real estate market? So if you follow the real estate market trends, you know that here in the Midwest and Chicagoland, we do have some seasonality to the real estate market. A lot of that has to do with the school year, which is, of course, nationwide. But then, of course, here in the Midwest, we definitely have seasons when it comes to weather. And as we head towards the end of the year, things cool down. The market typically cools down a little bit in terms of available inventory. Consequently, you usually have less buyers looking at that time. So things are still good if you're trying to sell in the fall because you've got kind of this this good mix of, you know, as inventory wanes, so do the available buyers. So things kind of stay fairly steady. However, if you're still out there looking for a home, there is definitely less to choose from. Now, that's in a typical year. So the question is, what's going to happen this year? Well, nobody really knows. This year is very different. Last year, very different from any other year in recent history, of course, due to the pandemic. So the big question is, what are we going to see in the next few months? Well, I wish I had a crystal ball. I wish I had an answer for you. All we can do is track the data that we have been tracking to figure out where we've been, where we are now, and maybe that'll give us an indication of where we're headed. So... Let's take a look at the numbers, and then we're going to talk about how that affects you as a seller or you as a buyer. So this week in Naperville, we are down quite a bit in new listings. So last uh, last episode, we had 114 new listings. That was actually two weeks ago. And so this week, we had 80 new listings to the market. So that is down 30% from just two weeks ago. Now, you know, a lot of folks getting ready for school to start. It could be that maybe there's just a temporary pause in new listings. And as we get back into school, perhaps we will see that rise again, which is actually what typically happens in a normal year. When we're looking at homes under contract, so that gives us an indication of activity as far as buyers out there putting homes under contract, that number is down by 21% over the last two weeks. So we went from 85 homes under contract two weeks ago to six, uh, 67 homes under contract this week and closings remained relatively the same. So let's look at the inventory, the pace of the market. Okay. So this is, gives us this number gives us the indication of how many homes are available for sale and how quickly are those available homes being put under contract by buyers. So when we look at these price brackets, we always break it down by 500 and below in Naperville, 500 to 750, 750 to a million and 1 million plus. When we look at the under 500 right now, we are actually looking at one of the lowest numbers, month supply of inventory we've seen all year. So at 1.85 and only 13 days on average time on market to sell a home in that sub 500 price range. So, and that's single family homes only. So I'm not looking at condos, not looking at townhomes, only looking at single family homes under 500. So again, though, you know, some people say things like, oh, I hear the housing market softening up. Not really. The, the numbers don't show us that. So if you're still thinking about selling, it's still an incredible time to do it. 
Um, at that 500 to 750 price range, we're looking at 1.4 month supply of inventory and 18 days on market average time to sell. Again, this number, as I'm looking back, is the lowest number in that price category we've seen all year. Next category up, 750 to 1 million. That number is down, not from last week, but just overall, that number was hovering up in the fives, which if you remember from watching and listening to the show, that's around a balanced market. Six months supply of inventory is a balanced market. So this is at 2.91. So still a pretty strong seller's market, even in that 750 to 1 million. Then when we look over a million, that's where things are, are really surprising. Over 1 million, we're usually looking at somewhere around 12 to 15 months supply of inventory. Obviously, there are less buyers in that market. So typically, it takes a little bit longer to sell a home in that category. And there's, again, usually a greater preponderance of inventory in that in that price range. Right now, we're looking at 4.33 months supply of inventory. So you mean, meaning there's probably a combination of less buyers looking right now, or excuse me, um, more buyers and less homes, right? So you you may have people again taking their home off the market for the fall you may have um just an influx of buyers in that market but that number is at the lowest i've seen it all year in the 1 million plus range so we've gone through the numbers but what does that mean okay so what this means for buyers and sellers is it's still a seller's market overall looking at numbers in all of those price ranges we are now officially in a seller's market in every price range in Naperville. So let's talk about what that means for sellers. Well, that's great news, right? But does that mean that you could just throw a house in the market and, and do nothing and, and get great results? Well, the answer is no. And we touched on that last week. And I just want to dig into that a little bit more today. You know, the proper way to sell a home is never going to change. And will there be more buyers and will prices be risen? you know, um, in a time like this where inventory is low. And so therefore, you know, there's going to probably be more attention on your house than there would be in a normal market. Sure. But that doesn't mean that buyers tastes have changed. That doesn't mean that their eye has changed. They maybe are more motivated. They maybe have less options. However, when they are flipping through pictures, just like we all do on the major home search websites and apps, they are looking for the same things they always looked for. They're looking for an attractive home with that looks like maybe they don't have to do a ton of work. This is your average buyer, right? There are some buyers, of course, looking to do a renovation. That's not the average buyer. The average buyer would like a home that is in move-in ready condition, has little work needed, maybe just some minor cosmetic changes. So we need to prep the home for that buyer. And that doesn't mean lots of money, lots of time, but it does mean some money and some time. So we talked last week, what are the major things that you can do? The easy things you can do to make a big change for the better in your results when you're selling a home. So paint and carpet are the two biggest things, right? Maybe you don't have carpet in your home, but flooring in general, having clean flooring. So if that means polishing up the hardwoods floors, if that means fixing a few spots, you know, if there's a couple dings and dents, get out the marker, you know, the, the stain marker and fill in those. If it means carpet, it means definitely cleaning, maybe replacing and paint. You don't necessarily have to paint the entire house, but you definitely need to have on-trend paint colors and a good agent, a good stager can tell you what those are. 
And it definitely needs to be fresh, right? Not scratches and dings all over the walls and things like that. So those investments are very minor from a financial standpoint, but they have a huge impact on the sale because those are the things that come across so vividly in photos. And the, the other piece of that puzzle is staging. Staging doesn't always mean bringing in furniture that you don't own. Okay. A lot of people have that in their mind. Staging sometimes can mean that, and maybe it means that for a vacant home, but staging really just means preparing the home, arranging it. It's like, think of it like a flower arrangement. You're arranging the home in a way that's pleasing to the buyer's eye. So you're moving this over here. You're taking that off of the counters. You're you're, maybe you are going out to Home Goods or Target and getting a few things to put a vase to put over here or a frame to put over here. And so it takes very little effort, not a lot of time, and usually not a lot of money to do that type of staging and has huge results. But again, this is where a great agent and a stager come in to play to give the advice on what's the best bang for your buck. What are buyers looking for? What makes a home look better in terms of staging and these other improvements? Okay. And if you do those things, you'll have great results every time guaranteed. If you don't do those things, it's not guaranteed that you have great results. You certainly probably may sell your home. You may sell your home for a fair price, but you might probably not going to get the top dollar. You definitely won't get the top dollar results. You definitely won't get the buyer's throwing every possible term in your favor towards the deal. So to get those top type of top results where everything goes your way, you need to do these things. Now let's talk about buyers in this market. Buyers, it's tough for you. That's the reality. So what can you do to improve your odds of having a better experience in this market? Well, first of all, I think you need to decide whether you want to be in this market at all. I know that it sounds strange coming from a real estate agent because it's my job to help people buy homes. And obviously that's how we get paid is when people buy homes, but I'm not doing my job. If I don't tell you that it's a tough market and it takes someone who's going to put the right effort and do the right things. And so if you're not ready to do that, if you don't have your mind in that game, if you're not willing to play the game the way that it needs to be played right now, then maybe it's time to take time off rent for a little while, stay with family. I don't know. And experts don't know when things are going to cool off a little bit in terms of the inventory situation, but now is definitely a time for serious buyers. So if you're kicking tires and if you're just out there to have fun, it's probably not the time for you and that's okay. So for you serious buyers out there, how can you compete in this market? Well, a few things we talked about a thousand times. Number one, have your financing in order and in good shape. You don't have to have 20% down, but it helps to have more down if they have the ability. You don't have to necessarily have conventional financing. If you can have it, great. FHA financing can get a, can get a great home too. So can VA financing. There's, there's ways to do it. And we're going to talk about that more in the coming weeks with Todd. So, but the number, the number one point is you have to have that financing in place. You've got to have your pre-approval letter. You've got to have it solid. And you've got to be working with a really trusted, respectable local lender. Okay. Number two, you've got to have your head right about what to expect. So you're going to have to make fairly quick decisions. I always let my buyers know, I don't want you to rush into a house, but once you find the house that you like, then we need to act quickly. So we can't wait three or four days 
to go see a house and then wait three or four days to make a decision. We need to see houses as quickly as possible. We need to make a decision once you feel that you it's a good one for you as quickly as possible. Then when we're writing offers, <clears throat> we need to understand in this market, sellers have the majority of the leverage. Now you can add leverage to your plate, to your side of the, of the tug of war by having that great financing, having flexibility in closing, you know, some of these things like that, you can certainly give yourself a leg up. But the reality is that in this market, the majority of homes are going to sell for at or above list price. As a matter of fact, I just pulled recent stats for the 400 to $500,000 price range in Naperville. And that particular price range has averaging 102% of list price as the final sale price. So on average, homes are selling above list price. That's not the outlier. That's the average home is selling above list price. So you've got to have that going in. You're not going to be writing offers for a $500,000 house at 450. So you're not going to win in that way. And in this market, there are no amazing deals. The deal in this market is getting a great home. And we're still going to pay a fair price for it. And certainly there's the appraisal to back it up. But in this market, you've got to be competitive and you've got to have that right mindset and you've got to do things to enhance your offer. We've talked about this before, but you've got to be willing to take homes as is. You've got to be willing to be flexible on your closing date. Perhaps allow the seller to have a lease back where they lease the home back from you after closing for a short period of time. You've got to do these things to give yourself a leg up. I'm not going to go into too much more detail. This is obviously some of the things I talk about in my you know, buyer consultations when I bring folks on when they're ready to go out and buy. So I wanted to take some time today, especially because Todd couldn't be with us today, to really dive into these things about how to succeed as buyers and sellers in this market. And yes, buyers, you can still succeed in this market, but you've got to do things the right way. You've got to have the right mindset. Hey, thank you guys for watching. Be sure to follow on YouTube, youtube.com slash Chris Grano. Follow us on all the major podcast platforms. Todd will be with us again next week and hope you guys have a great week. See you then.